Welcome to Words of Restoration with the Anointed One. I pray that these words will bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Today's topic is the power of the mind. Child of God, your mind is a place of intellect. Your mind is constantly hungry for information. And it is important that you deliberately feed your mind with information that will empower you that will increase you and put you in a stronger position against the enemy. Many Christians who desire to go into spiritual warfare, they fail and do not get results because they failed to feed and educate their minds. First, you cannot fight people for whom you know nothing about. The Bible says we'll wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. The challenge is that you do not fight and you can never fight against powers or people you know nothing about. And so many times when we desire deliverance, when we desire freedom, when we desire salvation, when we are fighting the enemy based on one thing or the other, you find that the enemy that you are fighting, you have not sufficiently taught yourself enough about the enemy that you are fighting. For what soldier will go to war without knowing the strengths and the weaknesses of its enemy? Saints of God, it is important to note that a physical action like being put in chains around our hands or ankles when we are physically bound by chains, they can easily be broken off. If you are physically bound by a chain, you can always walk out a way of breaking the chain or calling for help and the chain is cut off and you are set free. But when this chain is around your mind, when your mind is in captivity, you may never be able to break free from that kind of captivity. Child of God, I want you to understand that when your mind is in captivity, such captivities take time to be broken off. Why? Because of what you have fed your mind. Hallelujah. You may never be able to break that kind of captivity. Hear this. The content of your mind determines your physical and emotional well-being. And so this is dependent on what you have fed your mind, what you have believed in your mind, what you have deliberately told yourself, what you listen to, the people you listen to, the people you hang out with, the news that you listen to, the books that you read, the films you choose to watch, all of these play into your mind. Who blesses you with their words? who curses you with their words, who you've chosen to take their words on board in your mind, all of these will determine how long or if ever you will be in captivity or not. See what the book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says. It says, guard your heart. Actually, the rendition is guard your mind. And so it says, guard your mind with all vigilance, for from it are the sources of life, which means everything you will be in life Everything you will attain in life is included and is all contained in your mind. Which means if you open your mind up for abuse, you will remain in the chains of abuse. And so here you see that the word of God says, guard your mind, guard your heart. Child of God, notice that the responsibility of guarding your mind is yours. It does not state that God will help you. For sometimes I hear people pray and ask God to guard their hearts for them. It's a wrong prayer. It will not work. Because the Bible does never 
and has never said that God will guard your mind for you. The responsibility of guarding your mind has been made yours and yours only. So guarding your mind, feeding your mind with the right information is entirely your responsibility and yours alone. Hallelujah. And that's why we encourage you to fill your mind with the word of God. Because the word of God, the Bible says, is the balm of Gilead. It comes to soothe the mind. It comes to reassure the mind. Hallelujah. So it's your responsibility to turn off the television when programs that will destroy your mind show up on TV. When programs that contain sexual content come up on TV, it's your job to turn it off. Not The, the Lord is not going to come from heaven and turn your TV off. It's your job. When you begin to listen to music that talk about drug, sex, that talk about killing, that talk about useless things, it's your job to turn off the music. Hallelujah. The Lord is not going to come and turn off your music or remove the ear pod from your, from your ears. But you have to do that yourself. Or when you go to the cinema to watch a film and you discover that you're watching or you've planned to go watch a film that is very unholy. You watch films that are unholy, films that destroy the human mind. Hallelujah. It's your job to walk out of the theater or not even book or pay to go watch such a film. If you find yourself in an environment that is toxic, where people continually curse and call people names, where people are continually put down, people are made to feel low in themselves. It's your job to walk away from that environment so that you will guard your mind. Hallelujah. Child of God, you have to understand that it is your job and responsibility to protect your mind. Your mind is a battlefield, a place where you can either be victorious or become a failure. It's a place where every day you have to set your mind correctly. You choose what happens in your mind. Nobody owes you that. Child of God, did you know? That if you fail to feed your mind deliberately, if you fail to provide your mind with the correct information, your mind will seek out its own information. And most times you find that what you have failed to do, others will help you do it. And so when you have not guarded your mind, when you allow your mind wander about, when you feed your mind with garbage and rubbish, other people will step in and help you feed your mind. And that's how come many have ended up being slaves mentally. There are people who are mentally slaves. Hallelujah. People are depressed. People are anxious. People are fearful and worried. They manifest low self-esteem. They attempt suicide. They harm themselves because of the state of their mind. Some of us have gone as far as trying to kill ourselves or take our lives suicide because of our minds hallelujah because we lack the ability to protect or withdraw our minds from places that are dark hallelujah child of god do you know that some of us lack the ability to protect or withdraw our minds from where we have invested them in I'm aware of many people who have lived and grown up in houses or homes where they were abused and constantly told that they are a failure. They are told that they are rubbish. I know many people who have grown up in homes where they are told they are a mistake, that they are not good enough. Some are physically abused 
And many end up believing that it was their fault that they got abused. Saints of God, it is not your fault that you were abused. But where it's even where you find out and discover that it was your fault, the Lord says, I still love you. Despite all that you have done, despite all that the world has done to you, the Lord says, I still love you. Because the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 38 to 39, it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Did you hear that? The God says, no matter what happens to you, I still love you. And this you've got to tell your mind. You've got to teach your mind to accept the love of God. Because he loves you regardless of. And so if you've been through abuse, it's not your fault. If your parents have abused you, it's not your fault. If the people you've trusted in society have abused you, it's not your fault. If your husband, your wife has abused you, your brothers, your sisters have abused you, it is not your fault. I want you to know this today. Tell your mind, it is not your fault. It's not you. But the Lord says, even where it is or it was your fault, He says, I still love you regardless. Whether it's their fault, whether it's your fault, I still love you. Because I know many struggle to accept the love of God in their heart. Hallelujah. Even where you have sinned, he also promises in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. He says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. Did you hear that? The Lord is saying, I know you have sinned. I saw the sin. I know. Even the ones you've said in your heart. I know. The ones you've done behind closed doors. He says, I know. I saw the sin. I know. I'm aware that you have sinned. And so, if you keep pretending that you did not sin or you are fearful, oh, I have sinned. The Lord says, stop stop believing that. Stop trying to hide it. I know you have sinned and I saw the sin. He says, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. He says, listen, I have seen your sin. I have seen your mistakes. He says, but I'm only asking for one thing. Although I have seen your sin, although you are struggling to admit it, he says, but I only ask you to do one thing in verse 9. Verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, that's all he's asking you to do. If you will bring yourself to a place of confession, he says he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Why will the Lord forgive you? Why will he forgive that sin, however grievous it was, however grievous it is? He says, why will he forgive your sin? Why will he wash you from all unrighteousness? Because you decided to tell your mind that God will forgive you. Now he says, if you will confess your sins, then leave the rest to him. He will do it for you. Child of God, your mind is powerful, but we often underestimate its ability. The mind needs control by you. And if you fail to control or be in charge of your mind, someone else will do it for you. And you may not like the outcome. That is why many Christians are still under mental slavery. I said this to you before. Your mind believes whatever you tell it or whatever you expose it to. 
Hence, feeding your mind with the word of God is deliberate. It makes your mind very powerful. If you feed your mind with the word of God on a daily basis, read your Bible, spend time with the word, your mind becomes even more powerful. It makes your mind very powerful. Your mind becomes the seat and the treasure of the Holy Spirit. Just from filling your mind with the word, it becomes extremely difficult for Satan to confuse you when you feed your mind with the word of God. He can't confuse you or make you believe otherwise about Jesus. You know, saints of God, many of us have been turned back from the church. Many of us have been turned back from following God. Many of us have been turned back from attending service and congregating with the rest of the members of the church because of what we have allowed Satan to tell our mind or what we have told our minds. Many people who don't go to church have become rebellious in their spirit. And you know, child of God, and you may not know this also, that when you become rebellious in your spirit, the church is the last place you want to go. You see many folks who leave church, they don't go to church. They stay in their houses. Why do they on Sunday, on the days of service, not want to go to church at all? Child of God, it's because they do not know that a rebellious spirit has filled their mind. And the, and, and the spirit of rebellion is a satanic one. The Bible says rebellion is the same thing as witchcraft. The Lord sees witchcraft the same as rebellion. And so when you have begun to stay away from church and the things of God in the church upset you so much, child of God, you are walking and you are walking and you are walking in the spirit of rebellion. And Satan has confused your mind. He's made you believe otherwise about the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is not just a building. It's not just a people. It's what it represents. It is the bride of Christ. So every time you stay away from the church, you stay away from the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See what the word of God says in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2. I love this. He says, do not be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, child of God. Don't be conformed to this world. Renew your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Our First Peter 1 verse 13 goes further. It says, Therefore, Preparing your mind for action. Can you see in all what we have read so far, there is nothing to say that Jesus, uh, Papa God, or even the Holy Spirit is responsible for guarding your heart or your mind. They don't have a responsibility to your mind. Your mind is entirely your responsibility. Therefore, preparing your minds for action, says the book of 1 Peter 1.13. And being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 says, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. He says, set your mind. So he charges you, child of God, saints of God. He says, deliberately set your mind on things that are above. Your mind is in your control. Hallelujah. Your mind is in your control. And the book of James chapter 4 verse 8 reminds us again. And he says, 
for us not to be double-minded. Because when you are double-minded, then you are confused in your mind. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God gave us the spirit not of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Child of God, when you were born into this earth, God gave you a sound mind. Why is your mind like this today? Because you have not fed your mind. You have allowed your mind wander everywhere. And that's why all sorts of rubbish have come into the mind. You find a woman who is looking for a husband, but believes that all men are useless. How are you going to get married? You find a man who's looking for a wife and wants to settle down, but in their mind, they believe all women are gold diggers. How do you want to settle down? You find people who are believing God for the fruit of the womb, but in your mind, you believe children are a problem. How are you going to have a child? Hallelujah. In your mind, what you tell your mind will manifest in what happens in your life. So, child of God, today, what are you telling your mind? Because your mind is powerful. Your mind is powerful. The only thing you can feed your mind that will give your mind the balance that it needs is the word of God. Child of God, make it a duty. Teach your mind to read the word of God. Teach your mind to love God. Teach your mind to love the people of God. Teach your mind to draw nearer to the Father, not away from Him. Teach your mind to see you the way God sees you. Do you know how God sees you? God says you are the apple of His eyes. God says you are the best. God says you are great. God says He loves you. God says nothing can separate Him from you. God says He is your Father. God says he protects you. God says you cannot fail. God says you are victorious. God says you are a champion. You are not a mistake. Forget about what they've said to you. God says you are rich. You are not poor. God says you will not die. God says you have divine health in your body. You are strong. Hallelujah. That's what the word of God says about you. He says you are the best. He says there is no one else like you. Child of God, you've got to believe this. Feed this to your mind. And you will see that you will stand up tall. You will walk straight and you will look people in the eye and tell them, I am a child of God. Why? Because you have deliberately fed your mind. You are not a failure. You are not a mistake. You are a blessing. You are a celebrity. In your own right, you are a celebrity. Everywhere you go, doors open for you of their own accord. Your heavens are open. You are blessed in all your ways. Everything you lay your hands to do prospers. Your job is blessing you. Your marriage is blessing you. Your friends are blessing you. You are a blessing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Everywhere you go, you shine. Why? Because you are the apple of God's eye. Hallelujah. Feed this to your mind and see what happens in the name of Jesus. God bless you. God protect you. God keep you because you are powerful. Amen. 
To support this podcast and our ministry so that you can help us to continue to reach people around the world, please click on the link in the description. And until I come your way again, keep living in an atmosphere of restoration. God bless you.